0: Welcome, not back, but for the first time ever, to Such Loathsome Things to Talk About. Nice! Yeah! Yeah! It's a special little episode where John and Josh talk about the Hellraiser franchise in anticipation of the new film by David Bruckner. With me is myself, Josh, and also the not-myself known as John. John, how... Are you on this fine Wednesday after morning? I'm doing fine.
1: uh, As fine as the Wednesday after morning. And I'm pretty excited to talk about these uh, ridiculous movies. And I'm super excited to see the David Bruckner one.
0: Yeah, the David Bruckner one comes out in two days uh, on... That one streaming service, uh, but it's really cool. It's weird that it's coming out as a streaming thing and not like in theaters, because a lot of things are theatery now. But you know, yeah. I'm happy for it because uh, I don't super love going to the movie theater. Yeah, I'm pretty over that actually.
1: That's how I saw. It. I saw Nope. I saw Nope on my TV, and you know, it's all it's ultra high def. It's huge. It looks way better than any movie I've ever been to. I mean, you know, it, you don't. That's- you're not surrounded in 900 decibel sound, but. You're also not
0: surrounded by dickheads, so <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, Ugh, dickheads. Um. So so yeah. So Hellraiser. Uh. I guess how do we do this? Do we like go through them in order, just real quick, rapid fire style? Yeah. I guess
1: we. You know, if you're not familiar with the franchise, it's based on a novella by Clive Barker called The Hellbound Heart, and uh, it 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 in that that story, he created these creatures called the cenobites. The lead quote unquote cenobite has a grid mark on his face or its face with pins or nails or however you want to put it, like the jewel encrusted in each of the intersections on the grid. Uh, that character through the movie series became known as pinhead. And that's an iconic horror movie character. The first film was a big success. You know, second film was pretty big success and it, it it created a slew of, uh, of, uh, well, seven (laughs) more sequels, uh, so that's that's the basic
0: rundown. Yeah, yeah. There's there's ten total movies out there now. Um, it it became a franchise based on the fact that you know you have to put out a new movie in order to maintain the rights to the franchise. Yeah. So it started doing that. It, it started off real good. The original is is amazing. At times, maybe a little boring and a little draggy, but it it really like knocks it out of the park in a lot of ways and it, it's really original whenever you're thinking about this compared to other franchises it's you know it's not like halloween or friday the 13th it's kind of a little bit more like nightmare on elm street like pinhead is a little bit more of a freddy Kruegerish ish character mm-hmm. but at least in the original two it's not over the top weird nonsense it's yeah it's its own creepy thing and then it just kind of through franchisement becomes more of a freddy kruger-ish thing but once
1: su- i think the biggest surprise i have about the all the sequels now that we've seen all of them mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is that that you know uh doug bradley stuck around for what he was in a total of eight films yeah and um after the first two You know, I mean, the first four films are basically part of a piece, and then you you just basically have these weird standalone ideas that come out after that. And pretty much from that point forward, uh, he's just reduced to essentially a Freddy Krueger-type character who either makes a bunch of smart-ass comments, or even later in the series, really doesn't even need to be there at all. Like, you just... it's like a it's a cop movie it's a this movie it's a that and we're going to tack this onto it you know it, it it's a shame because i mean the guy's great <laughs> he's he's uh you know it's such an iconic character and they just don't, they don't they just squander it i mean it's whatever
0: yeah yeah there it it turns into a lot of uh we've got a we've got police procedural ones we've got uh what investigative journalist ones and, and, and then it just keeps getting ridiculous. It's it's really the, the 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 franchise is pretty good up until Rick Boda gets his hands on it, and he directs a little garbage trilogy of sequels. It starts with Hellseeker, the one with Dean Winters and Ashley Lawrence reprising her role as Kirstie, and then um uh Deader hellraiser debtor which is the one where an investigative journalist investigates a weird death cult and then finally his ends up with hellraiser hell world the one where henry cavill and lance hendrickson are all involved in a mmo and this means that for the first 10 minutes of the movie they're talking about this mmo that they play and then they're just at a huge tit party in a giant mansion of death uh,
1: you know it's and, and it's funny because if you talk if you talk to people about these sequels and there's there's you know in this in the horror world there are a lot of people who have seen all of them uh more yeah. than you might think and everybody has the ones that they I, i'd say favorites but beyond one and two you know you, you do have people who still really love some of those movies uh, but generally speaking, I think most people recognize that they're terrible. And they, yeah. But then you, you do have ones that you prefer more than others. Like, I actually, for some reason, I, I, I actually like the third Rick Boto film, the one in the house. I I think maybe because it's so campy and comical. Um, but I, that's that's exactly, you know, a good reason for explaining that that movie sucked, which it did. It sucked, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they all sucked. That's the thing, you know. But it's so funny, the the... the the line, like you have the first two films, well you have the first film, it's a hit, whatever. You never know with something like that how that's going to go. It's a hit, they make a second one, you know, it's a hit, and then they make two more films that are tacked onto it, but the first one is a Hollywood production, and it uses Hollywood money to do some really goofy shit. Um <laughs> yes. and And then that, you know, then the whole thing wraps up in this weird, we're going to use an an office building as the primary site for this entire movie, uh, which is weird. And then that, then they kill Pinhead and he's done. (laughs) That's the end of the thing. But then they make a standalone uh, stupid detective story with uh, Craig fucking Schaefer. (laughs) And then, and then they follow that up with another like police procedurally type thing, except it's, you know, now it's, it's Dean Winter who is like a douchebag, uh, husband of Ashley Lawrence. And it's very similar to the movie before it. Everything from this point forward is basically just ripping David Fincher, uh, Jason's, uh, Jacob's ladder, uh, all that kind of, all that stuff, that super stylized horror, angel heart, all that stuff that was, you know, uh, notorious in that era for, you know, really kind of changing contemporary horror. And in this case, for the worst, because those movies suck ass. But um, <laughs> yeah. not Angel Heart and all that. Those are great. These Hellraiser yeah, no, movies real. are terrible. So yeah, you get the yeah. first four. Then there's the, the cop the, the cop one, the Dean Winter one. uh five, six. Dean Winter is the first Rick Boda. So you do Rick Boda's Dean Winter film. Then they go to Romania and make two movies at the same fucking time. S- seven and eight, one with Carrie Wurr yes. as an investigative reporter, which is horrible. It's that, that don't, that might be the worst of the bunch. Yeah. That movie's really bad. No, I'm sorry. that's not the worst of the bunch.
0: It has one really good scene in it that made me at least like it a little. But other yeah. than that, it's just, it's trash.
1: The, the, the hand with the cube scene dangling from the chair or whatever. The ha- is it that scene
0: oh no i like i like i like the scene where she finds the knife stabbed through her from behind yeah and then for the next hour she struggles (laughs) freaking out trying to get the knife out of her back while slipping on her own blood in the bathroom i think that scene is genius
1: that was I, I like that scene. That that was my yeah my description of that was the only clean room in Bucharest until of course she gets blood everywhere. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right, that's right Bucharest because Amsterdam is so the nineties. God, so
1: yeah, those are made. Then Rick Boda comes back and and uh, what was that after? So and after that would have been uh, it's so bad five six and then the two seven eight Bucharest. Okay, then Revelations comes out. And that's the one where Yeah that Doug Bradley's gone. This is the ninth entry in the series. Uh Doug Bradley is gone, replaced with some fat bald asshole who looks like fucking <laughs> what's his name?
0: He's, he's, <sighs> the joke I will be making on Twitter is that he has such bad taste in music to tell you about. <laughs>
1: I, I called him a Walmart Billy Zane, I believe, is what I referred to him as.
0: Uh, that's good.
1: <laughs> he's poor guy. I mean, he gives, you know, he goes for it. He he, he tries, but the makeup's terrible. They, they didn't give him much to work with. He's not fat. It's just that uh, uh, he's not fat at all. It's just that Doug Bradley is such a slight man that when you put this guy in the suit, he looks, it just doesn't look right. His body proportions are just different. And. And they don't give him enough to work with for him to make it his own. So it was one of those, we got to fulfill this contract thing. And and uh, that movie is terrible. That is easily the worst of the f- films for me. Uh, part, part nine.
0: Yeah. It, and it's weird because honestly, that movie, like watching some of the other parts, it has some really cool, uh, like practical makeup effects in it, but not on Pinhead. Pinhead looks like shit. They were like, no, 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 we're not going to try over here. We're just going to get that down. And then we're going to do some other stuff that's kind of cool. Not all of it, but but like one or two really cool bits. And it's, it's.
1: I had read this and I didn't really think about it until I read this article about it, where the guy was like, oddly enough, it's it's the first movie or the only movie really in the sequel that kind of revisits the, the way that Pinhead is portrayed in the early movies where it's about He's going after people that are looking for extreme experiences or it's, ex- you know, mm-hmm. like that's the case in this one with these two fucking losers who go to Tijuana, Tijuana, my man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the final movie, which is a real oddity, the, uh, the Judgment. Yeah,
0: that one is nuts.
1: It is. When it's good, it's great because it's just fun. It's not great, but it's really fun. It's entertaining. Uh, And when it's not, which is basically any scene that Pinhead isn't in, it's terrible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's one where, like, I, I really feel like what they were going for there is like, what if we could get Rob Zombie to do a a hellraiser movie and then they were like no we can't and they're like okay okay what if we tried to do a rob zombie movie without rob zombie like how would we do that it'd be like um i don't know maybe three topless ladies dig around in a trough full of puke like yeah that'll that'll do it
1: yeah pretty much i mean it was the the gross out factor on that that film is very high uh they're the yeah. the the scene where they're spitting in his pouring drool in his mouth that grossed me out and i don't get grossed out that that, that scene grossed me out
0: yeah yeah that's super uncomfortable. they they lick his whole body and then at, like after each lick they like spit <coughs> and, and just just drain all of their spit into his mouth as part of a <laughs> cleaning process that was Super icky and amazing. (laughs)
1: Remember, they had these little medallion things and they would spit in that and then pour it into the cup. Yeah. And then the cup was mostly clear, like goopy, saliva y -y. (laughs) looking. But then there was this blob of foamy saliva on the top. (laughs) When they pour it into his mouth, they pour it slow and then the the last part is that blob just goes (laughs) right into his mouth. I was like, oh, God. (laughs) That
0: is disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh it's amazing spit bukkake i <laughs> thought i loved that so much but that movie is just so nonsense because this we're, we're introduced to these uh non Cenobite hell characters which is uh some dude with a fucked up face that types up your sins or whatever and then he hands those papers off to um God damn, I can't remember his the name. Ass-
1: the uh, Assessor. It's first it's the Auditor, then the Assessor. Is that right? Yeah, he audits the- Yeah, your...
0: but I'm trying to think of a an a-, a dead actor that looks like the Assessor. Oh, that looks like the Assessor, the-, the... I think the show, the movie was called The Master. Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? <laughs> yeah, he looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman's <laughs> horrible brother. <laughs> <laughs> Frank-
1: Siegfried Hoffman. Yeah.
0: Philip Seymour <laughs> Butts. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so this guy's wearing like a horrible jacket and, and no shirt underneath and he, he takes all of the typed up notes, pours child tears on them and then eats them and then pukes into a tube which fills a trough in another room where the three topless ladies... Wiggle their fingers around in the chunky puke and then render their judgment. And if the person is found guilty, they are rewarded by having blood sprayed onto their tits.
1: <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. Yeah, the director originally yep. wanted the uh, girls to eat the vomit, but the studio was like, that's gross.
0: <laughs> that would be icky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so instead they just run their hands through it. <laughs>
0: yeah it was obvious that they're supposed to eat it I like come on it's a trough but you know whatever it just ruined, we had it to pull it. a punch somewhere and that was the punch yeah
1: and by the way the auditor is the director
0: <laughs> oh for oh yeah 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 the uh, he, Gary. He's, uh and he's been like working on a lot of these sequels he's like been like one of the not director guys and this was like his big shot I'm gonna I'm finally gonna get to direct a Hellraiser he played
1: he plays one of the Cenobites in a bunch of the movies but he's he does a lot of the makeup effects for some of the later movies and uh yeah this was his big chance I mean it was it's just such the whole thing is such a saga of like who who gets involved in these projects and why and you know the whole thing is just so bizarre that it even it's such a movie industry story you know it's it's yeah. like a cautionary tale or something
0: there's a uh, there's that angel lady that pinhead has a uh, has like a one on one with and then he ends up like killing her and she does the whole jesus wept and yeah
1: jo fiel yeah <laughs> who looks exactly like the blonde chick that gets killed in the it just it's she did she did not look like an angel she looked like the blonde chick that gets killed earlier in the movie in her apartment, where they put her dog in her abdomen, it looked like her. I was like, "Wait, is she an angel now?" I was, little, I got a little <laughs> lost for a second.
0: It's, it's a little lost. I think it's supposed to be kind of similar to um, Angelique in the fourth movie, yeah. but not like that at all it's very strange and then yeah that movie has the whole like police procedural angle where they've got like this one cop guy and they accidentally take him to hell but he's innocent so it ruins the whole process it's it's bad
1: it's not a good
0: movie um, yeah, but it is a highlight among the later sequels just because of the interesting cinematography and makeup and gross out
1: factor. If you like horror movies or you like to watch a lot of horror movies and you haven't seen that one, I, I might give that one a shot. Um, you don't need to see the other ones, uh, yeah. but that one at least had some interesting stuff in it. Uh, it's not a good movie, but it has some good stuff. Uh, in, in the interim, there was a guy that put together a trailer that he was for a movie he was going to crowdfund. Uh he was gonna and he was hoping to like approach Dimension Pictures, I guess, and get get be able to make it himself. I don't know what planet the guy lived on, but um he put together this trailer, it's really cool. It's called Origins. And uh Ooh. it's it's up, you know, in the places where you get free videos and uh it's really cool. It it would have been an interesting project. Of course, you know, he approached Dimension and they literally didn't even respond. Uh But that thing has gotten play. I mean, you know, Bloody Disgusting talked about it. Dread Central talked about it. You know, they they hyped it up. And uh, nothing came of it until uh, this project that that was in and out of uh, development hell forever. Uh, What's-his-nuts that made Martyrs? uh, Pascal Logier, Longier, whatever his name is. He was... Originally signed on to make it, and then had a bunch of disagreements, I guess, uh, with dimension and bailed and we ended up with David Bruckner, which hey, I'm happy with that choice. I like David Bruckner. Uh, yeah, we've said good things about his movies on this show.
0: yeah, yeah the, we, we reviewed the ritual and and that was another movie where he adapted a a book for the movie and he did a great job i've been reading that book and like i've been seeing the differences in there he makes good creative choices on stuff like that i'm very excited for this new movie but yeah this this upcoming one has been in in yeah gone through a lot of iterations to the point where not a lot none of the original people are involved except for um Clive Barker is is on, I believe, as like a producer or consultant or something, and he's like fully on board, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, go go after it, do realize your dreams." But Doug Bradley has been like, mm, "No, thank you, I will not."
1: Yeah, that's right. Which, you know, in this case, I guess it's okay if you really consider that that the character that we all know as Pinhead is really, you know, going to be much more in line with the way the character is presented in the book. Uh, which was mm-hmm. a non-gendered character that has a you know kind of distorted, very dark sounding, but a female type of voice, and the, the you know, but a, but a more of an androgynous you know presentation. But as far as like the the makeup effects for the Cenobites, I mean, they look disgusting, which they're supposed to. They're they should yeah. look you know they look like people who have surgically modified their bodies so that it remains that way permanently. You know, that's that's exactly the way they should look. And so, yeah. it's promising.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's lots of the, where it looks like they've cut bacon strips out of themselves. It's like, yes, let's do this. <laughs> it's so
1: good. I know, I'm ready <laughs> for it. And they got
0: Jamie Clayton to... to yeah. She's going to be the new um, the new pinhead. And and she's great and all the stuff she was in. She was a uh, no Marks Markson since 8, which apparently... Um, doug bradley was a fan of so that was like one yeah. of the things like she talked to him and he was like yeah yeah, yeah go for it cool but i won't be there yeah.
1: yeah yeah what is it goran viznich is in this
0: yeah yeah gord from uh er That's he right. was in like 10 seasons of er as some asshole doctor
1: <laughs> he was in some horror movie too wasn't he i can't remember a long oh time i'm ago. sure yeah Anyways, yeah.
0: I like him. He was in a shitty NBC time travel TV series called Timeless. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and this movie is filmed in Belgrade, Serbia. So whenever you oh. look at all of the not top level actors, like whenever you like look at the cast list, it's a bunch of, you know, Serbian sounding last names. It's like, oh. Like, like Visnich. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He was there. He was like walking by as they were making the movie. Hey,
0: hey, you want to be in this? <laughs> we haven't seen a lot about this movie. There's that one trailer out there. They've released a few stills, but they've pretty much kept it under wraps, which I'm a little nervous about. Like it could be like, oh yeah, yeah. We want to build hype around the the mystery around it. Or it could be, this is a piece of shit. So we're just not going to try.
1: Yeah, it is a little concerning for that reason um but at the same time I you know it's one of those it's one of those things where you know all they have to do is drop a little bit and if it looks at all promising people are going to lose their mind and that's all you need to give them really.
0: Yeah. But
1: yeah, it's it's it is a little concerning that that you know I'm glad they released the trailer because um, I was starting to like wonder if they were even going to do that. Yeah, I was like, Ugh. But it's a cool trailer, so I don't know. Maybe everything good in the entire movie is in that trailer. It doesn't look like one of of those kinds of trailers. but
0: Yeah, I recently watched uh, Don't Worry, Darling. Mm -hmm. And Don't Worry, Darling is one of those movies where all of the cool scenes in the whole movie were put in the trailer.
1: Really? Wow. Yeah. The trailer actually looked okay. As much crap as I read about it, I thought it was going to be the worst movie ever. Uh, The trailer looked okay, but you saw it. How, How was it? bad
0: it, it's not good uh it's uh uh florence Pugh is amazing in it just mm-hmm. just fantastic and yeah. a lot of actors do a good job but it it it's it's trash <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of promise in the first half of the movie and it just all goes away ah. into dumb stereotypical ineffective ah. yeah that's bad ah. but for Hellraiser I want to I want to call back to uh uh the fact that it's kind of a remake it's not a remake it's a reboot yeah. and and I I want to call back this reboot to uh we uh our last episode where we talked about the Carrie 2002 made for TV remake of the original and I want to praise Carrie for something and praise this movie for something about rebooting a series or remaking a movie They waited long enough, you know, like this movie is like, what, 35 years after the original? Yeah, that's that's a good amount of time to wait to to reboot something. Same thing with Carrie. Carrie came out 25 years, the made for TV movie, 25 years after the original. That's a a good amount of time to wait for a remake. You don't if if it's been less than 10 years you don't need to retread that soil even with that carry remake it was slightly updated in that they made a reference to the internet but mm-hmm. other than that it could have just been the same movie so i'm i'm hoping that that uh that this movie the fact that it's been so long since the original that it's only been um sequels up to this point i'm I, it it gives me a little bit of hope especially since in the sequels they even talked about like the fact that they don't really have to use the puzzle box anymore because technology has caught up to hell. <laughs> but then they
1: use the puzzle box for the rest of the fucking movie? It's,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's stupid. <laughs> it's fucking dumb.
1: I like on the trailer but, yeah. for this one how the puzzle box looks like the Leviathan from from the second movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. They, they did interesting things, which honestly, like... As as a non-moving prop, the original puzzle box looks cool, but then whenever they start playing with it, it's like, there is not a moving part on there. You look like an asshole. <laughs> You're falling so like a cube. Least, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like in 4 whenever he made a puzzle box room and the inside of it is just big obviously fake clockworks where like the little hand never actually touches the gear it's like this is dumb
1: <laughs> it's so bad it's so stupid or in the uh, in the 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 party house one with the giant cube that's rotating on its corner in the dance yeah. floor <laughs> Uh, and then in judgment, when they had the guy has the mantle piece of puzzle cubes,
0: and there's yeah. like one
1: that's like two pieces of wood that just fit together like, like <laughs> What the fuck is that? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, we got that one on Amazon. Yeah,
1: everyone's going to hell with that box. You're like, what is this? Oh, oops.
0: <laughs> oh no, my kinks. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it's,
1: uh, yeah, I, I really hope this is good. It would really, it would, it would really be a shame if this movie was a dud, especially because I like Bruckner, and and I would hate for that to hurt his career.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh, that would, yeah, I think he'll be okay. I mean, The Ritual was so good, and a lot of people really liked The Night House. I wasn't a huge fan of The Night House. There were some really cool parts in it, but a lot of it was kind of a fart.
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't really care for that movie at all. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be, you know... Uh, I mean, as much as the reviews were playing it up, I thought that was going to be the shit, but it was just shit. Yeah, It wasn't shit, but I didn't really like <laughs> it that way. <one. laughs>
0: I wiped my ass with it. I, for some reason, wiped my ass with shit. It doesn't work very well.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it just was kind of a dud, I guess, that's what I would say. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I probably should rewatch it cuz I mean, it, it, reading online like people are still talking about it. There's a lot of hype about it still. Maybe maybe it's better than I remember. I just remember getting really irritated by the ending and really irritated by the number of times that there was a profile guy in the architecture. It's like, oh the whole, yeah.
1: I won't give it away in case anyone hasn't seen it whatever, but it's the the, the major conceit and the the way that it's basically played like the message that it gives is really stupid. Like, don't do it. Yeah. If you're gonna make a horror movie, make a don't use the framework of a horror movie and then turn it into something else at the last second. Yeah, you don't don't <laughs> shit on all the people who wanted it to be something and you take that away from them at the
0: end. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounds like you just summarized. Uh, uh, don't worry, darling. Oh, really. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Yeah, it does a very that thing at the end.
1: and It's so weird. It never, sometimes you think you understand where people are going with stuff. And then you then you hear people shit their pants for the black phone and go oh, watch God. it. And I'm like, <laughs> this movie's not that good. It's it's really kind of just forgettable. It's not. I mean, it's not, it's nowhere near what the hype I heard about it. Yeah, um, it was OK. I, I didn't like it at all, but it was it was an OK movie, I guess.
0: I guess. I mean, there just wasn't much interesting about it. The most interesting thing was Colin Farrell's variety of mask pieces. Like that was cool enough that he has like multiple pieces that he can mix and match depending on his mood. That's Colin okay. Farrell. <laughs> what did I say? You said Colin Farrell. What? Who is it? Ethan Hawke. Ah, oh, same thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Colin Mockery. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Ethan Hawke, the guy from Mission Impossible. The serial
1: killer who no one has ever been able to spot, who happens to live across the street from the Mm -hmm. prescient girl. And he drives that rape van that no one ever seems to have realized, and somehow magically has shit tons of black balloons all the time. like
0: For no reason! It's so stupid! I just like to pull them out to lure kids. And then he has all these...
1: He has, like, these fucking masks that you're talking about, where whatever mood he's in, he has a different layer for his stupid mask. Why? Yeah. Like, how is that any more scary than an actual person who is demented enough to be doing all the things the movie's about? You can't take away from that he's he's supposed to there's nothing supernatural about it, and except him except the film there there's you know all these fucking kids that no one cares about either.
0: Ah, yes
1: do this, and then that will happen Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of ethan Hawkey mask Halloween trick or treating. Like, yeah. it it just screams, like, oh, buy the complete set of Ethan Hawke or whatever masks. You, too, yeah, I, can... <laughs> he did, I mean, he did a fine job, I
1: guess. He was... Yeah. I didn't hate him, which I can't say for some movies he's in. I, something about him bugs me. But he is, he is a good actor, but... Whatever. That movie, was, that movie was trash.
0: But... Yeah, unlike all of these Hellraiser sequels... <laughs>
1: The problem is the, here's the problem with the black phone. At no point does he remove a CD from his head and throw it into somebody.
0: God, I, I I know that you liked that one. I hated everything about it. It's terrible. I but for some reason
1: I found it entertaining. I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's terrible. It makes sense.
0: I, yeah. I mean, I liked the next one. I liked the space one. It's bad, but I liked it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's the same thing. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, the space one is so ridiculous. Like, Adam Scott shows up. I forgot that he was in it. And he shows up, and I was like, It's Adam Scott!
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was so excited. It it turns out that when you go down the elevator at the office building, you end up in Cenobicia. (laughs) Cenobicia. Whoa! (sighs) Yeah, and I liked Angelique. I liked that whole uh, other one, especially whenever she goes full cenobite. And her her thing is that she's cut her skull, uh, like her scalp open, and has it peeled down with like her the top of her skull exposed. Like that looks really fucking cool. That did
1: look cool. I I I liked Angelique too. I liked her in both phases. Yeah. Yeah, That's and true. I
0: I liked Inferno the the crooked cop one. There's that scene where there's the twin Cenobites and they rub they like shove their hands under his chest skin and are just like rubbing his ribs and chest meat underneath there, and he's like, oh yeah, I was like, oh, this is so fucked up and good. <laughs>
1: that was the the
0: arm Cenobite with no. Like, just a torso with arms. Yeah, the top half stentabyte coming up the (laughs) stairs. I was like, oh, fuck this. And all of that, of course, is in, like, the first 25% of the movie. And then from there, it's just kind of like, whatever. It's like
1: Samoans in raincoats and a cowboy bartender and whatever the fuck was going on. (laughs) Yeah, what's up with the cowboys in that movie?
0: (laughs) No idea. (laughs) It had nothing to do with anything. (laughs) <laughs> Just, eh, throw it in there it's fine <sighs> so so alright so the the sequels and the original behind us looking forward what what do you like sincere what's your expectation what do you think this new one's gonna be like
1: I think the scenes of people suffering in the trailer uh bother me a little bit like I that it concerns me cause even in the trailer, I kind of got sick of listening to it. So I'm like, if if the movie really starts hamming up the suffering of the lead actors and and it's just a lot of bad acting, that's going to make it really difficult. But I have higher expectations from, from Bruckner. And I don't know. I mean, i I think that, I suspect that it's probably going to be pretty good. I don't think it's going to be like, we're going to be shitting ourselves over it uh i don't know that it'll necessarily like be a classic that adds but considering how many of those movies are terrible i guess it it it, it may become i don't know what do
0: you think i i mean i really don't know there there's hope there's like top shelf hope because of yeah. the ritual like and, and that whole like crazy demigod thing in there like there's hope that it's going to be just a madhouse of amazingness and and there's some little peeks at good stuff in that trailer, but I'm just, I'm worried that it's gonna hit the floor and just be, like, kind of, kind of a torture porn. Maybe just not the budget, like, given the lack of budget on things like marketing for it. I'm worried. So, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, 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 I mean, the mo- the first movie shows that you don't have, you know, it doesn't have to be Shakespearean. To be good, you know, it can be a pretty simple, straightforward plot and, you know, with that is overlaid with some great ideas and those ideas are being reestablished in this movie. They can, you know, they can do whatever they want with with the original story and take it whatever direction they plan on going with it. And, you know, I mean, there's the blueprint is there and it seems like they have the right people involved. So. I, yeah, I'm super hopeful, but I'm just afraid it's going to be terrible. I don't know. I don't think it will, but I'm just afraid it will be.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping my, my, my top out hope is that it's going to be an eight out of 10. Like, I feel like from everything I'm seeing, it could definitely be an eight out of 10, but I'm, I'm worried it's going to end up being a five.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, it was all right, I guess, whatever. Yeah, that would suck. We'll
0: see. We'll see. So tune in to uh, the new Hellraiser movie in two days when it premieres on some streaming platform that hasn't paid us enough money to say its name. Mm -mm. And then tune in, I guess we could go ahead and let them know, tune in one week from Sunday when we have seen the movie and we'll have reviewed it already.
1: Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. Hopefully the entire internet isn't already sick of it by then.
1: I don't know. Whenever we do new movies, which, yeah, I'm always worried that that's going to be the response, you know, it's going to get buried. They they seem to get a lot of attention, or at least relative for us, you know. Um, yep. Men got a decent amount of attention. I was surprised. Um, yep. Wasn't expecting that because, you know, a lot of people were talking about it, so I just thought it would get buried in the haze, you know, but, I don't know. I mean, of course, yeah, when, it, when we pick older, you know, sort of like rarities or obscurities of course you're not going to get a ton of interest because people already don't know who we are and if they see some movie they've never heard of they're like oh I don't know those guys and I don't know that movie I'm not listening
0: to that <laughs> oh what a podcast i've never heard of reviewed a movie i've never heard of no thanks yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah blood diner no one listened to blood diner <laughs> was it really there's not a not a big hit not a big hit and i'm starting to think like we did this thing where we're doing Carrie for october um I'm starting to think that was a bad idea because I'm also seeing a lot of really good new horror movies coming out in October that we could have done instead of just doing all three carries. So maybe we need to switch the month that we do it (laughs) in (laughs) again. That would be
1: awesome. I mean, it it is kind of the time where they... It's Halloween, they do like to release horror movies around Halloween, don't
0: they? Like a week after uh, Hellraiser, Lucky uh, Lucky McKee's new movie, Old Man, is going oh. to be dropping. and I'm like, oh fuck, we could have done that too. Oh yeah,
1: totally. Oh man, that sucks. He's awesome, and his sister's awesome
0: too. Yeah, she does great, uh, I don't know, is it sketches, line art? I don't know what it's called. Illustrations. Illustrations. She, she's an illustrator, I think you'd say. Yeah, yeah, she's great. John, uh, w- which is your favorite of the p- after Hellraiser two Hellraisers? My favorite
1: uh, is probably Judgment.
0: Yeah the 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 two twenty eighteen final sequel.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's a tough call, really. But I I mean I enjoyed watching all those movies, but they were really all pretty bad, to be honest. Yeah, they're they're I. None of them are that good. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to change that because that that movie was just a little too goofy for me. I, I'm going to go for the one in the house. It just it's so exuberantly stupid that I enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> that's that's uh, I think that's uh hell world, right? the 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 MMO one
1: <laughs> with Catherine Winnick and uh, Henry Cavill. And
0: <laughs> oh, it's real bad. Uh, it's funny because that's oh, the one terrible. that we were. Uh, we were dreading like in the, when we were talking about it we were like oh yeah and there's one where he does the internet
1: <laughs> yeah oh he's gonna be on an online role-playing game it's like
0: oh come on <laughs> the the worst <laughs> like there's even footage of them playing this game and it's it's uh it's not an MMO at all it's like a weird it's like one of those puzzle games it's not it's nothing it's an MMO designed by n- people that have never played an MMO ever don't even know what they are <sighs>
1: Yeah. I mean it's not I mean it's not a good movie. I just but I something about that movie I like. I don't know why. It's terrible. <laughs>
0: yeah. How about you? Uh honestly Bloodline, the one that's that space, yeah. it's uh it's it's silly. It's it's weird that it goes all the way from from Powder Wigia to Outer Space, but uh but I I really I loved a lot of things about it. It's also a terrible movie.
1: It, it is. It it is very ambitious and uh, the the Victorian era stuff, or whatever, whatever era that is, that stuff is hilarious. I have to admit, um, the powder wig guy with the like gross sores on his face and stuff—that. That whole guy is just great.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> but, honestly the thing that I wanted to see. Like, I wanted, like, all right, you've got this hell box where you can, like, summon an alternate dimension and, and demons or whatever. You you need a wizard that's like, oh, yes, this is one of the cool tools I have. Instead, it's the guy creating it. That's whatever, it's fine. But it's all betray and and good. But it also does one of the things that I disliked, but that started happening pretty quickly, is that in the first movie they're not from hell in the first movie. It's they're Cenobites. They're not demons. They're just dudes from some sort of weird alternate dimension, but quickly in Mm -hmm. the sweet sequel them, it turns into, Oh yeah, it's hell. And also there's like heaven and stuff. And it's just that same boring thing that we're all familiar with. Instead of it being this cool new idea world building, it's just more of the same.
1: I agree with that a hundred percent. I, it, that's one of the things I hate about horror is how limited it gets with its imagination about you know the whole mythology of the world of horror you know people are people are scared of certain things and they're all the good horror people are well aware of what people are afraid of. We all know that real you know the truly scary stuff is real life and you know we all know that people are gonna fall for jump scares and a certain group of people will fall for monsters and stuff, but it's like nobody wants to like break certain traditions like the whole judeo-christian tradition of, of evil and bad and and you know the 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 duality of of morality that is in all horror movies you know and like anytime someone seems to branch out of that it's just it's just slightly more interesting immediately <laughs> yeah <laughs> just for having done that you know yeah. and it's not like you can't do good things in there of course obviously people still do it's just it's just uh, you know, like, can we have a? Can we establish a new paradigm at least? You know, it doesn't have to be. You can. You know, someone else could have done it first, but can we just do something else for a while? <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> yeah. Which it's it's one of the reasons that the new one gives me hope because with David Bruckner we had the the Jotun and it's like oh... Anything else, yes, yeah, let's do it, anything else. And, like, this is a great opportunity for anything else, and if it turns out to just be heaven and hell again, I'm going to be so pissed off.
1: There's just, yeah, th- th- this story doesn't need that. It, it, that's the beauty of it, is that it can, it can sustain itself without it.
0: All right, well, that, that has been such loathsome things. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Don't expect more. No.
1: No. That's it. That's it for you.
0: That's one and done. (laughs) Yep. Well,
1: goodbye. (laughs) Later.